What up, though? You listen to the SS Experience streaming on the SMG Podcast Network app. Download the SMG Podcast Network app on all your Apple devices. Android, I'm getting to you. And we're also streaming on Spotify, too. So make sure that you download, rate, and review. Then uh, subscribe, then unsubscribe, resubscribe again, re-download, re-rate, re-review. Keep doing that a whole bunch of times because the algorithm's going to think that I got a lot of traffic going on and we need a lot of traffic going on. Don't forget, too, that gifts, cash prizes, everything that we give away on the network, you have to listen to the show on the SMG Podcast Network app because that's how you find out how to win. If you just listen on Spotify, it's cool, too. Make sure that you download, rate, and review. But I got my own platform, too. I got my own app. So support my own app. I'm giving you the Spotify just to like an olive branch. Like, hey, we're here where you be, but come where I'm at. That's where all the fun is. Real rap. So today's show is going to be uh, pretty dope. Um, don't know what to say. I don't want to give it away, so fuck it. Let's just. Oh, wait. I did forget. One last thing. Tuesdays. At the Eclipse Ultra Lounge in Columbus, Ohio, I'm doing Taco Tuesdays. I'm giving you free beef and chicken tacos, and I'm giving you $5 Hennessy's from 10 until 12. So make sure that you pull up on me at the Eclipse Ultra Lounge. I got a lot of good promoters that's helping me push this thing. I got a, you know, got a guy, he, he wants to be anonymous, but got a guy who's definitely helping me move it. And it's real dope, too. So Taco Tuesdays, free tacos. $5 Hennessy's and $5 tequilas and other drinks too, but you know I'm a Henny guy. Pull up on me. Eclipse Ultra Lounge, 6240 Bush Boulevard in Columbus, or you can just hit them up on the IGs at uh, Eclipse Ultra Lounge, like I said, on IG, and um, rock with me. Let's go ahead and get into the show. It's 167 to beat Columbus's real hip hop and RB. You know what it is. It's Thursday, so it's another edition of the SS Experience live on your radio. Got DJ321 on the show with me right now. Takala Wood is going to be uh, joining the show in a minute. Hate him when the phone has 2%, because you really can't do too much with the phone at 2%. We'll holler at Bootsy Vegas next week. His son's birthday is today, so shout out to the young king. 3-2, what's good with you, family? Yo, what's up, family? We back, man. SS Experience. Hey, bro, man, we missed you last week, man, but we, we kept that thing going, though, man. Glad to have you back, B. For sure, for sure. Hey, so look, let's go ahead. And let's And we got to get into your wheelhouse real quick. So let's just go ahead and just get into um, something that's really OC to me. T-Pain says that Tupac would have gotten Aiden the F up lyrically if he was alive today. Now, my thing is, should T-Pain be actually saying this because T-Pain isn't lyrical or as our resident DJ, you know what I'm saying? Let's go in on this real quick. First of all, let me say T-Pain's entitled to his own opinion, but I think Tupac has one of the top five diss songs of all time. So to say he would have got eight the F up by today's rappers, who? <laughs> I don't like, know who. Yeah, like who who was gonna eat Tupac up? As a matter of fact, at Haney Hardaway75 on Twitter, if you guys can name five artists today that can eat Tupac alive and it's a decent list, I might slide fifty dollars in your cash app. Just saying, because I wanna know. But look, we're gonna talk about this on the podcast side a little bit more. So make sure that you uh, you know, jump over. If not, keep listening to more music. It's the beat. Bro, like I don't. I really wanted to get into the context of it, but I don't really care. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't really care. Like, I didn't want to do the research in this of why T-Pain thinks that Tupac would have gotten eaten. Because somebody used to say that to me about Biggie. And this was like back in like 2009. They was like, if Biggie was alive today, he wouldn't be relevant. What's wrong? Like, Mm. T-Pain's not even a kid. Like, T-Pain, I can understand a young dude saying this, that a young dude that never heard pop. But T-Pain saying that? I think he's out of pocket, B. Yeah, I mean, 
everybody, once again, it's his opinion, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with it. Like, because T Pain is thirty six, he's in his mid thirties, so he grew up on Tupac. He knows, he knows what Tupac's music and stuff. So he, because he's not that much younger than me, so to say he would got ate the f up by today's rappers, I'm just trying to figure out like who, like who would do that because, but all right, J Cole, okay, yeah, I give it to him. You know, I mean, yeah, like, 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 okay, like define today because even J. Cole really isn't today. Like, J. Cole is actually, I mean, he's younger than us, but he's he's an elder statesman in the game now. Because if we're gonna say that, then that means I can put Ross into it. Yeah, that's true, too. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. So, so that so, does, so for context, that does change things up. So, uh, but 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 that's what I'm saying. Like when you say, but when you say today's rappers, you know what I'm saying? Like we're talking about the Nardo Wicks, the NBA Young Boys, the Little Dirks. Like is 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 that who we're talking about? And I'm trying to actually get back to the article where I actually seen the joint real quick because I I kind of need answers. I really do. Right. But if I don't find it, I don't care. I really don't because. <laughs> Because like it's is look, it's one of those things where it's just simply asinine, bro. Like it's straight asinine to say that Tupac would get eaten by today's rappers. Like, now I would say this. If you want to say Tupac's style of rapping wouldn't translate today, I would give you that. You know what I'm saying? Because his flow, his delivery, because he's he would be an older man. Like we we'll be talking about a 50-year-old rapper. Right. You know what I'm saying? But to be like, oh, man, he'll get eaten alive. Like, bro, like, do you know how nice Tupac's pen is? Like, even Eminem's about to drop some music, but I don't want to talk about that because that might not be as great. And I can't find the article where I got that joint from. That joint is like way down the timeline, so I don't even really care. But um, but should, I know you said T-Pain has his opinion, right? But right. I think we should take his opinion away because you don't because you're not a rapper your damn self you know what i'm saying you're an auto-tune singer you know what i mean like how would he how would he like it if somebody be like doggone uh t-pain would get sung out of the gym on a versus versus today's r&b singers it wasn't like that shit yeah because like you all right so in that sense when you spoke about tupac style when you put it like that um, yeah, if Tupac doesn't evolve or adapt to his style, like okay, we can use somebody like like Ross. Ross been out since 2006, so it's going on almost 20 years, and he's evolved. He's changed his content, his flow, his delivery, his style of music. So if Tupac was if Tupac was still alive and he was still making the same music he was making in the 90s, then okay, yeah, same thing with Biggie. If Biggie didn't change his style up, then yeah, whoever said he would have been irrelevant to you in 09, yeah, they're they're right. But unfortunately, this is a, a what if conversation. And also, too, I'm just going by today. I'm just going by today's rappers. Like, and again, I'm really trying to hurry up and find this article because I want to know what artists he's including in today's rappers. Like, 
who's 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 in that that you're talking about? You know what I'm saying? That's going to be today's rappers because hold on, let me just do this shit. And you know the funny thing is last week like when you listen to uh last week's episode Takala admitted that she didn't do research on the article, right? She said it on the radio side. We was like, no, no, don't say that. Like, it was like, bro, <laughs> it was hilarious. And she was like, yo, that's the first rule of journalism. Never admit, yeah. never admit that you did not do the research prior. I mean, unless it's like on some funny shit on the podcast where we can easily admit that half of this shit that we don't really do thorough research on for real, for real. But we don't let the radio side know that. I mean, you listen to it. OK, here we go. So I had to just basically Google it. OK. Okay. Oh, bro. Guess who he had this conversation with? Who? DJ Academics. Why am I not surprised? I'm not neither. Thank God for research. So they was on, so they was on the Twitch. They were talking about old school rappers. So that's how that shit got into there. Mm-hmm. But bro, man, you don't talk about you don't talk about Pac with DJ Academics, man. This nigga loves Takashi Six Nine, <laughs> right? Like, 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 like that's his music. And the crazy thing is, he didn't. And I, and I just skimmed through the article real quick. Unless you have to actually watch the Twitch video to to see if he did this, but he didn't say it's not said in the article. He doesn't give he doesn't give an example of a rapper today that would eat up Pac. Mm. So I think because of that, I have to dis- I have to discredit his opinion. Sorry, you can have your opinion, but I'm taking your opinion away from you, buddy. Yeah, I have to I have to echo that. You know what I'm saying? Besides, man, you're not going to disrespect. It's just like it's just like the Jordan conversation. Nobody's ever going to be better than Jordan in my eyes, even if doggone LeBron gets the, the points. If he breaks Kareem's uh, record for most points in the NBA career. Even if LeBron gets two more championships, nah. I think the GOAT conversation, even in music, like, you can have more than one GOAT, you know? So, like, yeah, Michael Jordan transformed basketball. Without a doubt, LeBron did the same thing, too. They're both once-in-a-generational type of players. So I'm not going to say LeBron is better than Jordan. Nah, but MJ is definitely the GOAT, and LeBron is the GOAT, just like Kobe is the GOAT. I was never a Kobe fan, but I can't discredit his his resume. Kobe is the GOAT. Yeah, like, for me, the GOAT in rap is Jay-Z. It would have been big if he would have lived long enough. But the rap, the GOAT to me in rap is Jay-Z. Like, hands down, like, there's... There's none greater. There's none better. Now, do I like other people, too? I think Ross has a strong argument for a GOAT conversation. But I Mm -hmm. think what makes Hove the GOAT, and again, it might just be, it just might be the little kid, you know what I'm saying, the young teenager in me, you know what I'm saying, that grew up on Reasonable Doubt, Streets is Watching. Like, I used to listen to a Jay-Z album and then write lyrics. So mm-hmm. I think it's more influential that way. But it's just going back to what you were saying about LeBron. If a kid today was like, like my son, for example, my son thinks LeBron is the greatest. I don't try to old man him and be like, well, I do try to old man him about Allen Iverson. Cause I want him to be, I want him to be Allen Iverson. 
but <laughs> I don't I don't old man him about Jordan because I wouldn't want somebody to old man me about Kareem or old man me about Bill Russell, even though I know that they're great. Like Bill Russell has 11. Why the fuck is he not the GOAT? Because he played with a whole bunch of like white dudes that wasn't like on his level. And Will Chamberlain right. basically had like a crappy team. And he basically had like eight Hall of Famers on his team, give or take. But right. every generation is different. You know what I'm saying? But for T Pain to say this at the age that he is to DJ Academics, nah, bro. Like you just nah man. Go back, go back to the studio, T Pain. Mm. All right, so to Tekala- got- no, no, go ahead real quick. I was just about to say Takala's phone is still charging, but go ahead and uh go ahead and uh wrap this up real quick. Yeah, no, nah, I got no qualms with what you said. I agree. All right, so we about to bring back in the 10670 B audience real quick, trying to you know get this thing in and out real quick. Um we'll talk about Method Man explaining why rappers can't be top five. We're not gonna hit y'all with back-to-back old school rap talk, you know what I'm saying, and back-to-back things. Um, but Takala brought up some very interesting stuff. So I guess what we'll do is, is um, how old does a tweet have to be before you don't need to respond to it? Like, is there a statute of limitations to responding to a tweet? About to tell you right now. 1067 Big Columbus's Real Hip Hop and R&B. It's the SS Experience. Live on air with DJ321. Real good conversation about uh, T-Pain and Pac. And we just had a consensus. T-Pain. Your opinion has been taken. Facts. All right, so a question that I proposed to uh, DJ321 real quick on the podcast side. How old does a tweet have to be before you don't have to respond to it? Like, is there a statute of limitations to a tweet? Because if I told you that WizKid, real dope music, like, you, you, you rock with WizKid 3-2? Yeah, yeah, I, I rock to a couple of his tunes. Um, yeah. We got your request for WizKid coming up uh, a little bit later on the beat side. But uh, WizKid said, I swear Soldier Boy is whack. Jeez. Soldier Boy responded, your mama whack. Shut your B.A. up. Which is a normal Twitter conversation. But WizKid tweeted that in 2010. Soldier Boy <laughs> responded in 2022. 3 2, what's going on with these kids? Or Soldier Boy is a grown tail man, but you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah Soldier Boy definitely, I think he's lower 30s. So he's definitely super grown. But he was definitely bored and and searched his name. So that, that's all that was. So at Henny Hardaway 75 on Twitter, is there a statute of limitations to the tweets that you guys can respond to? We're going to talk about it a little bit more on the podcast side because um, we got jokes. It's 167 to beat. To Kyle, are you there? Okay. Are you, are you finally with us? I see you. I want to make sure my shit ain't glitchy. Three, two, you still there? Yep, I'm here. I bet. So Takala's like blurred out and glitchy. Yeah. She'll, she'll, she'll catch on. She'll catch on. So, bro, like, I mean, this isn't a topic that I really want to like bring up for me to be like a long thing. Takala, you good? Hello. Turn your TV down. You know we're on the show. Okay. <laughs> But can you hear me? We yep. can hear you. All right, bet. On a different room. I think it was my headphones that was keeping me from talking. All right, no, nah, you straight. You straight. You have to kind of get it, get in, get into a, get into a room where you uh, cause you know we're gonna be on the radio and everything. Yeah, I know. Hold on, I know where to go. 
This is definitely good podcast. This is definitely good for the podcast side. This is funny as a bitch. I love all of this shit. Keep it in. No editing. Nah. I'm like, what the hell are they doing? But like, don't worry about it. It's a late. It's a lazy river. We just cut the record button on, and we just let this shit go. All right now. All right. So, uh, to Kyla, this is Bootsy's not with us this week. He's doing something with his son. This is DJ Three Two One, the other. You know what I'm saying one of us. So, just want to yeah. introduce y'all to real quick. Hey, how you doing? I'm great. Nice to meet you. Finally. I know, right? <laughs> All right, so we're glad that you're here because we wanted to get into this R. Kelly talk with you real quick, but we're actually on another topic right now. We're talking about uh, Soldier Boy responding to a 12-year-old tweet. So as, as, the, as the young person of the group, I know Twitter really isn't much of a thing with y'all, for real, for real, but is it okay for y'all or the younger people or just people in general to respond to posts that are like 12 years old? I mean, I don't think it's okay. I think it's all a maturity thing. And I feel like it has a lot to do with he has like a big ego with something to prove. So I think it lies along those lines. But I would never respond. I don't give a fuck how old you are. Well, I guess it really depends on what you say. But still. No, 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 no. No, not how old you are, how old the tweet was because... Oh, this, it was a 12-year tweet? Yeah, the like tweet. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying he responded to a 12-year-old. Oh, wow, no, honey. Oh, no, That's no, like- I, I, so let me let me redo it. All right, so let me let me reset that. Okay, so Wiz, Wiz Kid tweeted, I swear Soldier Boy is whack. Jeez. Soldier Boy responded, your mama whack, shut your bitch ass up. But WizKid tweeted that May 11th, 2010. Soldier Boy responded July 10th of 2022. So think oh, about wow. how di- I- so, yeah, so think about how different of time that was. 2010 is around the time Twitter first no. started when social right. media wasn't even called social media and 2022 I is today. Like- he is, um, I feel like Soulja Boy is like all around kind of really irrelevant and he only kind of is relevant when he's being dramatized. So that's kind of the only attention he can pull, if you ask me. Mm, bars. No, 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 no. Keep no, keep going. Like, we with you. We listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I think that it's the fact that like he has no motion, even if he is doing somewhat something positive, we still remember him for doing, you know making dance songs and stuff like that so i feel like nowadays the only thing that he can do is be dramatized to get the type of attention because a 12 year tweet bro like where where are you right now mentally consciously you get what i'm saying so yeah i think he's just reaching forward he needs some type of uh but i've seen a lot of uh, people that are like from back in the day come back out like mario got a song coming out with uh tory lane's Oh, that's not, okay. oh, that's, oh, that sounds like that's going to be dope. What do you think about that? Yeah. Too? You, 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 you're in for uh, a Mario Tory Lanez uh, collab? First of all, let me say, Takala, you you were spitting. You were spitting bars. Thank you. Thank so, you. I, I agree. Everything, everything you said was just pure facts. Uh, as far as Mario Tory Lanez, um, I didn't know we needed it. Um, but hey, I'm all, I'm all for Yeah, you never know. You never know what you need until you got it. No yeah. doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Cause um, 
we got five minutes. We got five minutes. So we have to like jump out of the chat and jump back in real quick. So I'm about to just run through like a BS, like a little BS topic um, real quick. Three, two doesn't believe that Jordan said fuck 12 to John Morant. I feel you. I feel I feel you on that. But what if he did, though? That would be like the greatest thing in the world. Like 60 year old Jordan. Like, bro, you would beat me in my prime. No, like, no, like what the fuck is like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I'm not trying to make this a sports podcast, but that really interests me. I'm not going to lie to you. John Moran saying that he would be Jordan one on one in their prom. No, he didn't say that. That wasn't it. it. Was, that was- he said the fake. It was a fake quote, first off. Uh, but the quote said he would cook Michael Jordan if he played in his era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's that's the more the lines that I'm saying. Well, yeah, the cooking part, right? Yeah, but he ain't say B. Cooking, like cooking, is like when I, AI crossed him up. That's that's getting because everybody in the NBA get cooked. So I don't, you know, if it was a real quote that Josh said, I would not be mad. What is he supposed to say? Yeah, Michael Jordan would beat me. Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna say that. You know, nobody. If, we're we're competitive by nature, so nobody's essentially gonna say somebody else is gonna beat them. Man, we may know it. it. Like, I I feel like, hold on, though, because if you are uh, humble and aware of yourself and what you can learn and what you can teach, I will probably one of those people that would be like, I mean, it's not underestimating myself, but you know, going against a really, 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 you know, very advanced, talented person, and I am who I am, I will humbly say, you know, I'm gonna give him a run for his money. I'm not saying I'm gonna win or lose, but I'm gonna try. It's just one of those conversations where it's like, we'll never, like, we'll never know. Like, we'll never know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and my thing is, Ja, have you ever seen Jordan play in real life? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, probably not. You know what I'm saying? Because anybody who's seen Jordan or met Jordan, 3-2, in our era, mm-hmm. who met Jordan, will always be like, yo, that dude is not real. Like Jordan is like a godlike figure. Yeah. Like, like Jordan, like, like that's the awe that Jordan had. Like the only person who didn't feel that way was Kobe. And Kobe saw all of his moves as a result. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, bro, it's just one YouTube. Like, I've I've seen this shit millions of times. Yeah, you see, you know, where every yeah. single like, bro, like the new shit that I've seen, it's in the same arena. Like versus yeah. like like normally they had a joint where they'll just show Kobe and I, I mean Kobe and Jordan doing move for move, but they had it in the same exact arena in the same exact spots. I'm like, yo, whoever wastes their time editing this shit or finding this shit out, kudos to you, man, because I definitely needed that. That made me feel happy. <laughs> Not gonna lie to you, I felt great, but um. Right. But yeah, man, the Soldier Boy conversation really wasn't too much of interest. I just was interested in it because it was a 12-year-old tweet. And now I just combined it with, you know, the fake tweet or the fake quote of Jordan saying, fuck 12. 12, 12. We all made it work. <laughs> all right. So look, this is what we can do. We can either do the R- we can either do the R. Kelly conversation, because I think that's what everybody really wants to get into. Everybody wants the thoughts about R. Kelly. Okay. I have a lot of Man, three, two, you should have listened to last week's episode, man, because um, a lot of people try to say that I was a a, a defender of R. Kelly. Mm. Uh, they, they didn't listen to what you were saying, man. I, I already know. 
I know your things. But yeah, let's talk about it when we get back. I bet. We'll be back. It's the SS Experience. 1067 to be Columbus's real hip hop and RB. It's the SS Experience live on your radio. DJ321 and uh, finally made it to the show. She was on the podcast side, but on the radio side, you're first hearing Takala Woolard. Hey, Takala. Hey, y'all. So over the um on the, on the podcast side, we um we talked about a twelve year old tweet uh that Soldier Boy responded to, and I got fooled by the internet thinking that the goat Michael Jordan said F twelve to John Morant, but it's the internet. You think it's on the internet and it's real, and it's not. So it is what it is, man. So stupid me. The conversation that everybody want us to get into. We got Takala. We got our female um you know counterpart. We got DJ three two one, our conscious guy. And I'm just going to muck it all up. So let's go ahead and talk about R. Kelly, guys. R. Kelly, there's court documents that said that he's engaged to Jocelyn Savage. If you guys don't know who Jocelyn Savage is, Jocelyn Savage is allegedly one of the victims in the whole sex trafficking sex thing. You guys know my thoughts about it. I'm not going to kill it on the radio side because of the FCC. Takala, what did you think about that when you first saw it? Um, uh, I was just like, hmm. That's all I can say is hmm. Okay, no, that's cool because we only got a couple of seconds for the radio side. Three, two, man. Give me like 20 seconds. Hell of a plot twist. Did not see it coming. That's the most efficient we ever been on the radio side. Tune into the <laughs> podcast side and we're going to go in and we're going to talk a lot more. We got more of your requests. It's 1067 to beat. Not going to cap to you. That's a perfect radio segment right there. Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, both of y'all it just did. <laughs> the simplest words possible. Like, yep. Plot twist. Mm. Like, yeah, how did they even they give words? Like, it was just, mm. Because mm. the plot twist, you, you, my mm was your plot twist. Yep. Yo, that's hilarious. So, all right, so let's start, let's, let's start from the beginning. Did you guys watch all of the R. Kelly stuff, like the movie on Lifetime, the, the, the docuseries, the, uh, was it hating R. Kelly or surviving R. Kelly? I think it's surviving, yeah, surviving R. Kelly. R. Kelly, I think. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Hating R. Kelly. Come on, bro. <laughs> man, look, y'all, y'all, y'all know how I feel about Kells, man. Y'all did, y'all denied me some, y'all denied me Chocolate Factory too, man. Y'all in the way. Um, <laughs> I just don't I, look. Three, two. You know, like you said, you know, you you know my stance before even hearing my stance. You know what I'm saying? So. For everybody who hit me up, you know what I'm saying, on my social media saying that I'm an R. Kelly apologist, I'm going to say this one more time and I'm going to say this for the last time. What he did was wrong, but what he got charged with wasn't it. That's all that I'm saying. So, but let's get to the whole thing, though. So he's engaged to her now. So all jokes aside, actually cracking the joke. Kel's trying to get those conjugal visits, man. Mm-hmm. You're not about he's not he's not about to, he's not about to do the rest of his life in prison and not get none. But mm-hmm. it goes but it goes into this to Kyler. You were saying this last week about the whole, you know, manipulation and, mm-hmm. you know, building trust and all of that. If Jocelyn Savage was really a victim. Go, let's go inside the mind of a woman. What's going on? What's the what's the play right now? What, 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 what are we feeling right now? Okay, there could be two things coming into play right now. And the first one I'm going to say is Stockholm Syndrome, because that's what I believe in. I said something about that last um, show. Stockholm Syndrome is basically when you fall in love with your abuser, you see nothing wrong with what they are doing, because, you know, when you know better, you do better type thing. But I feel like that could be uh, this could be a symptom of that. She may not see what she 
went through or is going through the way that others are seeing it because of the deep manipulate deep in the roots how you know deep he is into her brain and her mind and what ain't no telling what the hell he didn't told this girl so and another thing that could come into play is if she's a young girl with really no parenting or anything like that and you know like love is something that we literally all need and everybody has their own definition of what the fuck love is because you know people get beat up and say he loves me so we don't know her point of view personally because we haven't heard anything from her we don't know if she was held against her will you know low-key and went to sign these papers but i'm sure she willingly did this but like you said all jokes aside conjugal visits exactly so yeah that's what all i gotta say in so many ways that you could approach that situation um i think she volunteered to do that also but that's why i say i really think this has a lot to do with stockholm syndrome especially because her family said that uh they have they were unaware of it and it's it is normal for them to not have been unaware of a situation that she has gotten herself into because she doesn't say anything. So it's giving rubble. You just, you know, a, a child views her life or his life different than what the parent views it, views it. You may look at it like, oh, you were trying your best and we may look at it like, you know, well, you didn't try hard enough because I'm here. You could have went about things different ways. Like, it's like, stop playing the victim. You get what I'm saying? Because how, how did she get there? So no, no, for sure. So three, yeah. two, before I get you in, before I get you in real quick, I just wanted to read a quote from a letter that uh, she sent to U.S. District Judge Ann Donnelly, which I guess is the judge that was you know presiding over everything. My name is Jocelyn Savage and I am Robert Kelly's fiance. I'm writing this letter in support of Robert in advance of his sentencing so I can explain to the court that I'm not the victim that the government has portrayed me to be. Right. That kind of goes into what you're saying uh, with the Stockholm syndrome and all of that. Yep. But um, I three two on the male side of of this crazy, crazy like dynamic. Like I said, y'all know how I feel about it from a legal standpoint. Rob R. Kelly is 55 and he got sentenced to a 30 ball. Like there's no thing about probation or, you know, anything like that. Um, I don't know. I really don't have like a question for real, for real. But just uh, you know, go off on this real quick. I just want to know how the hell a dude that's probably not gonna see the light of day for the rest of his life get married before me, and I'm free. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> this dude, he probably get married before me. Like this, I, I'm. I was really disturbed by that. I don't know. Maybe I need to go. I need to holler at my therapist because this ain't. Hey, bro. I don't, bro. I don't, bro. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it neither. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, if you say, if you saying that these, I don't know, because Jocelyn Savage has been a writer from day one. Like she's been actually one of those like day one supporters. Cause I think if I'm not mistaken, when R. Kelly first got locked up a couple of years ago, she was, I don't know if she did like a GoFundMe, but she was, she was trying to get the bread up. You know what I'm saying? To get him out. You know what I'm saying? Before his, uh, before his bail got denied and all of that. But Mm. I don't, bro, it's like, I don't really know, bro, but it just goes back into what I was saying is like, how many victims does he have? Like, it's not like the Deshaun Watson thing, or it could be like the Deshaun Watson thing, but it's probably not like the Deshaun Watson thing, because it's like, if you tally up, let's say a hundred, and I'm just saying that as just as a round number, 
Mm-hmm. What percentage of that hundred felt victimized by R. Kelly? Now, I know y'all will probably say that no percent should is acceptable as far as like, OK, well, if 10 percent say that he was abusive. OK, then what about the 90s? So that should be good. So I guess nobody wants to go with that rationale of it's kind of like with black people. You know what I'm saying? Like if you say it's something offensive to one black person, it's offensive to everybody. So I'm just trying to figure out, like, how many victims did he really have and how many really felt the way that they felt? Because, bro, like you said, he's about to get fucking married, yo. Like, he's yeah, really he's about, about he's about to get fucking about, married. He's about to get married. And also, like to college, there, we never really heard from Jocelyn because it's so many questions, you know, all jokes aside, there's so many questions that we have or that should be proposed because my my thing is okay how did she meet r kelly was she one of the ones where the parents set her up yeah she was a, she was she was she was a, she was a r&b singer yeah it was it was one of those situations another thing i feel like if we were to hear from her point of view we would if we know how to identify manipulation all we have to do is sit and hear her talk and, you know, answer questions and tell us how she feels that we can look at it like, is she being manipulated or is she making this, this or she may, is she making these decisions on her own? But right. I feel like it has a lot of media. We haven't like seen her in no interview or nothing like that, because I truly feel like she is head over heels, you know, got, you know, googly eyes over this man because she don't know nothing else. Yeah, I mean, I do. We do have to figure out the age. So the first quote that I was doing was from uh, Complex. So now I'm on a more reputable news site, the L.A. Times, where they actually have like a little bit more uh, from uh, Jocelyn Savage. Let me get to the point. OK, let me see. All right. So she keeps writing in the letter. My relationship with Robert is amazing. He's the best thing that's ever happened to me. We have a very special connection and are deeply in love. I still support Robert to this day because I love him and will always be here to support him. Robert is not the monster that the government has described him to be. The Robert I know is very sweet, gentle, and kind. At the end of the day, he has always made sure that I'm taken care of and any other woman he has, oh, I'm sorry, any other woman he has with as well. Robert and I are deeply in love and it breaks my heart that the government has created a narrative that I'm a victim. I'm a grown woman and can speak for myself, which is why I wanted to provide this letter to the court. Mm. That's very, okay, so. that's that's very uh, powerful. What's your thoughts on that? I was getting ready to ask the caller. So does okay? Does that give, does that know, I, give I, you, I got something to say. So no, but um, <laughs> I feel like listen. We're gonna we'll read in between the lines. At the end of the day, he has always making made sure. He preys on very weak and brittle women who come from, you know, now I want to say that this girl comes from a broken home, but a broken home could be a mother and a father together. That don't mean that they have a great relationship and what goes on behind closed doors, because a lot of people think that, you know, being there for the children is staying together no matter how toxic we are. Because like I said, at the end of the day, it's like the, it's like the opportunity presented itself. You know, the parents probably were more so thinking about this, them, themselves because if you would look a little bit more into 
a lot of shit. Like I said, a lot of people are stargazed when it comes to, oh my God, my daughter can sing. This is a celebrity. He's trying to sign her. But if you knew about all the other little girls R. Kelly was signing, but it looked at it a little bit deeper. I just feel like uh, they were blind to the fact that's number one on the family side. We stop playing the victim now. I'm sure you didn't because y'all knew a lot of stuff about her. Y'all never did. And that's, I feel like, what she's pointing out. Like, he listens to me. He cares about me. Of course, he's going to be the man of your dreams if that's what you, what he's presenting. You never had that before. So I had to but, do you know, a Google. Like I said, I feel like she. Oh my bad. Go ahead. No, nah, you broke up at that last thing you said. Say that again. That's to be making these decisions on her own. So I did a Google search real quick. Shout out to Google because we can get a lot of information that way. Do y'all know when, um, or if y'all remember reports when Jocelyn Savage met R. Kelly? Like, do y'all know like the year, give or take, like a guesstimate? Nope. Okay. Nope. Well, she's well, she's 26. She turns 27 on July 22nd. So if you want to say that they've known each other for at least five years. So that means 21 for her, 50 for R. Kelly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, shoot. What if we go deeper than that? You know what I'm saying? Right. What if it's a what if it's a. um. What if it's an eight year? What if it's an eight year run? I was thinking 2014. I don't know why. Maybe 2014, 2015. Man. Mm. So if you so if you did the math on that. Yeah, I don't even bro. Like the math basically says like, yeah, Kels, you was on some creep shit. You know what I'm saying? You basically groomed your wife from 17. That's what I'm going to say. Groom. Yep. Well, he did admit to what he's what he, he what did he admitted to hanging around nineteen year old when he did that Ben Gordon interview. Not Ben yeah. Gordon. Man, what's that? What's my man's name? Ed uh, Gordon. Ed Gordon. Yeah, when he did the Ed Gordon, was it? Ed? Yeah, I think. Yeah, Kabuti talked because Bootsy talked about it last week because that was the one yeah. where there was like um. Well, no, he might be talking about a different interview, but it's the same interview where Ed Gordon was like, who was the dude in the sex video? And he was like, that was my twin. Because that was what Boosie was talking about last week. Yeah, R. Kelly came out and said he 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 hangs around 19-year-old women. And I think this is like way before he was uh, in his 50s. I, I want to say he was in his early 40s, which uh, not defending or justifying, but just for a context of the conversation. So... If we're gonna if we're gonna guesstimate how long he's possibly been with uh uh Miss Savage, I would say I would say roughly nineteen. I would give him nineteen. Mm-hmm. Mm. I just feel like any man I just feel like you should not be interested in someone that young at that age. It's just like I don't think that that's healthy mentally, honestly. Kells, all I can say is, is hell of a play. Mm-hmm. You know, you're about to get a, you know, you're about to get a 30 ball and there's not going to be no young CEOs working in the jail. I mean, there's some young CEOs working in the jail. I'm not going to care. Like there's not like a 20 or 21 year old CEO working in the jail. Right. But I don't think our Kelly has that same magic anymore. Bruh, well, dude, 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 beard is gray. 
he ain't bro, got it don't money. matter. It's R. Kelly. You, you R. don't Kelly. think yep. you, you don't think uh one of them women CEOs is a uh, a uh, uh, a white CEO literally was banging the inmate and then helped him escape and they were yep. on the run. Yep. <laughs> he won't nobody. He was a random white inmate. You think they ain't gonna go crazy over R. Kelly? Man, I'll be then, then then what's the then what's the then what's the the, the Mary what then what's the Mary play for then? Because I figured like shit, you might as well go ahead and guarantee that you're gonna get some for the next 30 years. R. Kelly is not a one woman man. Ain't no guarantee that he's going to be engaged to this girl and, and not in the jail fucking somebody. I'm just saying. And I think he go both ways. So you gotta know that's gonna be in there. <laughs> Man, all I know is I heard that they said that he was getting beat up. He got peed on. But again, that's probably, that probably wasn't real. But um, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think any of that is true. I don't think so, so, so he's probably so he's probably he's probably like segregated from everybody, kind of like yeah. the whole celebrity yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't not think not only that, they 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 house the inmates in like different sections. So is he, so so is he in the sex offender section? Probably. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Well, Kels, if you get an appeal, I hope it works out for you because I want chocolate I like, factory too. I feel like R. Kelly has done a lot of shit in his lifetime, and honestly, he should be grateful for the position that he is in because the shit that he is literally. Or literally, is nothing compared to what the fuck he has done. Facts. So I think facts. He, <laughs> he he got he he got um and like like the kind of like you said earlier, you know, when you're at a certain level, you you're humble about your stuff. Like when he beat the first case, he he got he got um he got cocky. Yeah. You know. Trying to was charge me, but I'm not guilty. <laughs> Good <laughs> Kelly, not guilty. There, hey. I'm not gonna get chocolate factory too, man. Screw everybody, man. Yes, I'm selfish. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. Is that an album? What chocolate factory too? Yes. I mean, he said he was working on new music. I was hoping it was chocolate factory too. Oh. I mean, I mean, chocolate factory was an album. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. When when he dropped that joint, uh, like 2000. Wait, he was supposed to before he got locked up. I mean, that's what he was saying because, like, when he first got locked up, he was like, um. I got shows that I need to do overseas. I'm working on new music. Like that was kind of like the thing. Oh, I that remember he... that. But he was basically fighting for his life, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Nah, fuck that though. He ruined the first Best of Both Worlds tour. Like we never got that. Oh yeah, I remember that shit. Oh no. So look, so... he's not getting half of what he deserved. So so I right, so Kells. 40-year-old person fucking with 19, 17-year-olds. But what if the what if the genders was reversed? Let's go ahead and bring back the 1067 to beat crowd real quick. It's 1067 to beat Columbus's real hip hop and RB. We took a long time talking about R. Kelly because it's a lot to unpack. So if you haven't listened to it, go ahead and rewind the track. So got DJ321 to Kyla Woolard on the show with me today. I want to present a scenario guy that's 26 tries to holler at a girl that's 17 we crucify the guy but what if the genders was reversed 
the doja cat wants you to think that she's mad about dms being posted that she sent but the real story is why are you dming trying to get a 17 year old's number let's talk about it i felt like um all right hold on hold on that's fine three two doja, doja cat's trying to get a 17 year old's number why are we not giving her the r kelly treatment because double standard bro you already know i love how efficient we're on the radio side look we're going to get more greater details on the uh, podcast side and we got more of your requests on your music too man it's mostly 70 b but you know how i do i'm going to light this thing on fire and that's why we have a podcast side it's the beat bro look man this is all i'm saying man like nobody's burning her for this like this is this happened this story came out days after r kelly got sentenced and everybody's like why is doja cat's dms being shared that's not right what happened to privacy her dm shouldn't be shared but we're not talking about the fact that she tried it and again i don't care you know what i'm saying i personally don't care i just want fair and equal treatment that's all that i advocate for fair and equal treatment if the genders was reversed, we will be dragging Doja Cat across the floor, trying to cancel her ass, calling her this generation's R. Kelly. But we're just talking about DMs. DMs. We're talking about DMs, not the actual. And I, I know I sound like I'm doing the Allen Iverson rant of practice, but I'm kind of trying to go with that flow and that rhythm. DMs. We're talking about DMs, not the fact that she's trying to get a 17 year old's number. We're talking about DMs. Okay. I feel like, okay, I thought it was she DM'd the 17-year-old to get in contact with the other person. I thought the other person was of age. Yeah. The 17-year-old, okay, the 17-year-old exposed their DM. So what she's saying is basically that was childish as fuck, and it was a, a clout chick. Like, it's a, it's a weird energy behind it because it's like, what did you do it for? Like, was your intentions to humiliate me? Like, what were your, what, what was your purpose? Because I'm talking to you to get to him. But like she said, if you read the messages, she asked what was his contact because she couldn't find it. She said he didn't have a DM to slide into. So he sent her his page and then screenshotted it and sent it out to the internet and it's like the fuck did you what why did you do that so i understood what she was coming from i didn't um i think it was very childish on his end because what were you doing no i'm re i'm reading the joint right now off of dailymail.co.uk doja cat 26 loses 200k instagram followers after slamming mm-hmm. stranger things no mm-hmm. snap 17 for posting their dms while he gains a million Mm. Yes, yes. That's weird. I thought that was very weird because it depends on your mindset. At the end of the day, she's a grown woman, and this is a seventeen-year-old boy. That literally, I'm just trying to get to your coworker, and here you are telling everybody before I can even put the goddamn. I didn't get a chance to say shit to the boy yet. You didn't tell everybody. Can't even be private these days. I totally understand where she's coming from. That could have been. A male or a female. That's just like I'm gonna use Tyrese as the example. Tyrese got a DM somebody looking for somebody else, and if she would have screenshot it, like, oh my god, y'all, Tyrese is in my like, is it Doja Cat? Are you excited? Like, it's you know, it's I don't know, it's childish. So the crazy thing is, I'm reading this um that back end of the article where she said she didn't know how old the dude was. It goes to say, um, I think that to, and I think this is a this is a quote from her. I think that to be fair, 
let's try to be chill about it. Like Noah is a kid, but I don't even know how old he is, but he can't be over like there's no way he's over 21. Mm. But still, though, but anyway, man, you can't. This is one of the main things why I don't like texting. She wasn't trying to holler at him, though. She was using him to get to his friend and she because she didn't have the friend's information. The person she was trying to get with is older than 21. Like he's of age, but she went into Noah's DM. That's why she was saying, let's give him the benefit of the doubt because he's young. So that's something that a, that a young person would do. But it was fucking stupid. But to go back to your point, though, about Tyrese, if Tyrese would have did that, they would have lit him up. Yeah, no, that's what I was saying. Uh, yeah. I was saying, basically, I was still, I personally would still view it the same way because it's like, either way, whether this is a male or a female, I'm just coming to you to get to your friend and you're in the middle screenshotting shit for literally no reason. Like, what's your excitement that Tyrese jumped into your DM to talk to your friend? Like, what? what is it? That's basically what it was, though. She was trying to get to the friend, and he was the little prick in the middle that she had. To, he was the middleman and exposed himself <laughs> as being the middleman, pretty much. And that's what she was saying. Like, yeah, you do dumb shit when you're that age because it was childish. Man, that's in the that's really like super duper like in the way for real, for real. But yeah. let's 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 spin it like this then. Since since it was since it man, look, I don't know. I think I think she got some I think she got some spend shit going on real quick for real for real. But let's say this. Doja Cat is and again, I'm not I'm only familiar with her because of working at the top 40 station for real for real. And then I realized that uh, her song Get Into It is on a Taco Bell commercial. Mm-hmm. Didn't know it. And I'm saying that's the first time I heard that song was like, oh, she's just a song from Taco Bell commercial. But anyway. <laughs> Hmm. A, a person of her celebrity, because she is a celebrity, you know what I'm saying, in, in her world of music and all of that. Mm-hmm. Should she have to slide into DMs to get information? Like, shouldn't she be able to, you know, talk to the appropriate people? You know, make because we have to do that. If we want to get something, yeah, we would have to slide into DMs. But do you think that she... As a as a sub person of high celebrity has to do that or should have to do that. I'm gonna just say this. I think it was very weird that she couldn't find him on Instagram. Mm. That's all. For her to say, I couldn't find a DM to slide in. It's like, come on, every every person uh, that's in entertainment, media, or whatever, they're on social media. You mm-hmm. just did a Google search of his name. That's the only thing I thought was weird. But I, she could have had more alternative ways. I understand. Yeah, instead of uh, DMing a coworker, because even even us as you know, um, even us like being people outside of uh, you know not being super celebrities or mega celebrities, but even normal people. Whenever they want to find somebody, they look up on Facebook, they look up on Instagram or they Google search their name or whatever the case may be. So, hey, I, I just didn't get that part of the whole thing. Yeah. Like when I need to find like a person, even though Twitter isn't the most popular thing. But if I know I'm looking up somebody of a certain age, I always go I always go to Twitter first and then 
I backtrack and go to Instagram. Facebook is kind of like the last thing for real, for real, because I don't really know too many people yeah. that's like actually like like famous people or whatever that's actually like doing their thing on Facebook for real, for real. I mean, it's yeah. pretty yeah, much it's like, like yeah, nobody has a Facebook. Page. Yeah, it's like your Twitters, your Instagrams, and all of that. So, um, I want to get into it. No, no, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was about, I was about to do something else. Go ahead. I feel like Doja, uh, due to the fact that she actually views herself as like this normal person that literally just probably is, uh, has notoriety instead of like fame. I feel like that's probably why she approached it that way as far as doing what normal people would do. Although a lot of people probably don't see her as a normal person. I totally agree on the fact you said that there were other ways that she could have found his contact, but yeah, because I would, I could, you could use the argument of she didn't want people in her business and she felt like going through Noah would probably be like, oh, he's not going to say anything, you know, let's just keep this on the down low. And doing it with probably executives and, you know, other people that are working in the industry, like, oh, I'm trying to get with this to tell anybody. And, you know, now it's all celebrity news. Yeah, but either I, way, it ended up being celebrity news. All right, so... um. I just want to do one thing real quick before I, before we do like another like real topic. Kanye, since we're talking about social media, Kanye unfollows Nicki Minaj after um she calls him a clown. To Kyla, I had asked, I had put in the um in the inform in the uh in the chat, who's hired to find this type of information? Like to be like, okay, somebody does something on Instagram. Oh, let's see if somebody unfollows them. Like, how does that how, like how does that exactly work? Because that's like that's like that's like just very like tedious and like so fake newsworthy. Oh my god, I thought you were talking about like um who's 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 gonna be hired to do research like on background of that story, but I totally uh, I know what you mean. So I do these people really go to their pages and you know I have no idea, I couldn't even tell you. I just thought it was weird because like three, two, you know, so I know when you was back in radio and stuff, we talk about a lot of stories that are not really stories. Yep. Not even worth the time of day. That's why I didn't even do any grandiose intro to it. I just wanted to just get y'all thoughts on uh, Kanye unfollowing Nicki Minaj after she calls him a clown. Well, you know, I I mentioned it earlier, you know, um, same thing like psychologist said, these, uh, these blog sites or these blog accounts, they literally go to their page and see okay. if they're they're following or they're not following them. Yeah. Or, you know, for them to sometimes they'll do clickbait things and it'll be like, Kanye could have been unfollowed Nikki, you know, but then they'll just twist it and say he followed her after her performance and she called him a clown. Like, because there's no timestamp on when somebody unfollows you. Right. Facts. All right, so we're going to leave it there. Takala, you brought up an uh, interesting story. We got like a couple minutes left, so we about to just go ahead and run through this and uh, bring in the 106.7 Beat audience. You sent in um, an IG post from Spiritual Word, a spiritual uh, word. Men are allowed. Men are also allowed to not prefer you because you don't have a car, house, and you have no money. This is great. This one six seventy B Columbus's real hip hop and R and B. Shahid's back in your speakers on the SS Experience with DJ Three Two One and Takala Willard. Um, Doja Cat, do better. You're famous. You're not basic, even though you think you're basic. 
I think you're not a rapper, but you're not basic. You're famous. Do better. So, Takala, you brung a story um, into the chat. And as always, I want you to go ahead and uh, present it to the audience. So, uh, go ahead. Okay, so the story was men should be able to cancel women that don't have a car, uh, excuse me, not recommend, they don't have a car, house, money, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, I totally agree. <laughs> Oh, you guys! Oh, you you guys definitely know I agree with that. DJ, uh, three, two, one. Uh, give me like twenty seconds. Man, Takala, they gonna call you a pick me. Hey, you know I'm <laughs> real. That's one thing about me. That's it. <laughs> I mean, look, at, I'm at, real. Look, I'm not a double standard. No, that's real because look, at the end of the day, like if I have to have it you have to have it. You know what I mean? Don't hold me to a standard that you don't hold yourself to. We're going to talk about it more on the podcast side because we don't want to anger too many uh, women. I don't want y'all being in my DMs, you know, basically with the picket fences and the fire trying to cancel me. Even though it's not like I haven't been canceled before, I embrace it. We'll be back with more of your requests. It's 167 to beat. When I seen this, I was like, yes, this is so true. Because like at the end of the day, like I said, before we, we hit the uh, podcast side, if I have to have it, you have to have it. So don't try to um, tell me that I need to have all my stuff in a row and I got to pick you up because you don't have a car or you can't meet me nowhere because you don't have a car or I have to, you know, pay for X, Y and Z like your phone bill because you don't have any money. That's a hard thing to do when you have to support somebody that's temporary. I'm just saying, like, that's not your dad. So he should not be taking care of you in that way. And that is and you shouldn't feel like that he should have all of these things, ducks in a row, because how do you plan to be or have an efficient relationship when you're literally like he's out of your league? He has a job, he has a car, he has money, and you have right. So, yeah, I feel like this should be and it should be vice versa. No woman should be sitting around with a man that don't have a car. Da, 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 but nobody speaks about the ones that's actually taking care of them. But they want to put so much lash on men when it comes to so-called taking care of families. Like that's such an old way of thinking. It's like he's his own person. He has boundaries and feelings and rules. And you should, too. Yeah, like I don't mind taking care of my woman. I just can't take care of a woman. And there's a difference between the two. You know what I'm saying? My woman is a woman that we have investment in each other. But I might say, but would your woman be broke with no car and nothing of her own? Mm, that is a very that is a very uh, good that's question. What the argument, that's what the argument is. The argument is men should be able to not refer women who don't have a car, don't have no money. Basically, a nigga with no car, no house, no money, da da da, da and fuck him, da 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 da. It should be the same way for a female. Yeah, I can't, I can't meet you, and you don't have any of those things. We got a couple That's more minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a couple more minutes. Three, two, uh, you know, get in there. You know what I'm saying? Give us your thoughts. All right. So I don't know if y'all saw this video of a guy that he was on Kendra G's live uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he was on there previously. So he shared his his experience. After telling, you know, the entire platform, you know, everybody on the live what his standards were in women. And he received a lot of hateful comments. A lot of women were bashing him. He pretty much got canceled to the point where he deleted his Instagram. All because, like the post that was shared, he had standards. So it's ridiculous that women can have the standards, but men can't when it comes to women. Like, yeah, we prefer a certain caliber of woman, but... 
you know, it's just pretty crazy uh, that, you know, that this is the dynamic we're dealing with in 2022. And it's hard to be able to date that way. You know what I'm saying? When there's like expectations. And again, like I have my own car and all of that stuff. So it's not like it's a super expectation that I can't reach. But at the same time, this the voice that that is the expectation is kind of harsh. Because what if I don't have a car? You know what I'm saying? I Uber. I Uber. I take the mm-hmm. bus. I take a scooter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or what if I don't have a crib? You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I got a job. I got a car. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's that's why it's all about the individual. It's all about the actual yep. person. And what do you actually want from a person? Because if you don't care that he's catching you're driving, that's what you prefer. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying when it really comes down to it, men should definitely so in her poor ass. <laughs> no, that's facts. That's facts. So look, we only got a couple more minutes. So uh to Kyla, final thoughts on uh anything uh with the show today. Um I don't know. I just love it here. What I have to say. What not what not three two know what I'm talking about. Three two man, give me a final thought on something. Oh uh, man, uh, excellent show. Tyler, finally good to chop it up with you. Uh, R. Kelly, uh, I'm still mad you getting married before me, bro, but it is what it is. <laughs> so, talk to y'all next week. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yes. Like, um, Doja Cat, you're famous. Do better. You know what I'm saying? If you need to get some information from somebody, don't slide and don't slide. Don't be, don't be creepy sliding in the DMs thinking that you're basic, that nobody's going to screenshot your stuff. You're famous and you just basically uh, I should look, you should have DM me and I would have got that one million followers. You know what I'm saying? Would have got it for would have. Damn right. Then I I, feel not, like, okay, I have final thoughts on Kanye. Uh, you got like less than 30 seconds because I want to get a piece out from y'all. So go ahead, try to run okay. it real quick. I just want to say, Kanye, stop hating, stop being jealous, and stop collaborating with people that you know that you're eventually going to be bigger than. Damn, I wanted to talk about Beyonce doing background checks. Damn you and your beehive. Get over yourself. We'll talk about it next week, yo. It's the SS experience. Holla y'all next week, y'all. All right. I'm going to sleep because I have to be up in the in, in at two in the morning. So I will definitely holler. I'll holler at y'all. All right now. All right, man. Be safe.